Hello, my friends. This is Brittany Geneva. I'm back. I realize that if this is supposed to be a podcast, I'm supposed to do it with some type of regular schedule. Bear with me. <laughs> I will get there. But for now, we'll, each one will just be a special edition. How about that? So um, I'm also, I realized, you know, I'm posting this on this blog about being mindful and things like that. So I said, let me name the podcast something that goes along with that. So now introducing mindful musings. So, you know, it goes with the theme. Okay. (laughs) But, um, it's still just going to be me talking though. So who cares what it's called? But, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about this midterm election my emotions have really been all over the place about it, honestly. Like, genuinely, I have been emotional. And I think it's because I really was expecting, like, a legit... And this was stupid. This I shouldn't have expected this. But I was expecting, like, a legit-ass, like, full-blown blue wave. There's no Republicans left anywhere. So I had nowhere to go but down in terms of being disappointed. Um, but I, I don't... I really was like, oh, we about to take the house. We about to take the city. We about to take Florida, Georgia. Uh, everybody is about to just be blue. And so then I was like, oh, wait, JK, plenty of people are still red. Plenty of people, plenty of white people still see any type of brown or black success as a threat to their own success and their own existence. Plenty of black people who are who have money still would rather maintain a system where they can keep their money um, instead of one that is more equitable for all. Uh, And plenty of other minorities don't give a, I'm trying to cuss less, don't care. And so they didn't even show it to the polls at all. Uh, And then plenty more people don't understand that in our winner takes all system, there's no point in voting for a third party candidate that has no chance of winning because there's no second place. There is win or there is you did not win, go home. Uh, So with that combination of factors, I should not be surprised that the wave was not as wavy as I was hoping it would be. But I will take, you know, the fact that there is at least one chamber now of Congress that is within Democratic control. And the House has is um, the head of a lot of important committees. Um, so now, you know, Democrats are going to be the chairs of many important committees in Congress. So I'll take that. Um, I guess I have to take that. But I, I was, I wanted more. I really wanted to see one of those governors win. Oh man! I mean, right now, Stacey is still like not conceding. Still waiting for the votes to be counted. I believe votes are still being counted in Florida, even though um, Gillum already conceded, I would say, too early. Um, but just know that concessions are not binding. Like, if he were, if the numbers were to suddenly turn around and he won, he won. Like, it's not like, oh, you conceded, so we stop counting, or the official count doesn't matter anymore. Um, I do wonder why he conceded so early. I think he was worried. The team must have been worried about him appearing to 
I don't even know. I can't even finish the sentence because I don't even know. I don't know why they conceded so early. And, and the margin is so close. Whoever out there says your vote doesn't matter, the margin is 46.6 or 49.6 to 49.1. I mean, what? That is within the few votes. So your vote does matter. Um, but I want to go back to Georgia because that shit. Look, I did not just say I'm not trying to, I'm trying to cuss less. <sighs> Anyways, that shit was a mess. Is a mess. And I really, truly cannot believe how much has been able to happen there with no, no accountability, no, um, just nothing. I mean, the fact that a man who is running for an office is able to oversee his own election and no, and there's no law already on the books that prevents that. And there's no one who's really like, going hard to make sure that that shit stops is just crazy to me. And then of course I want to tell y'all. So it was really crazy on Tuesday watching the news and hearing Gwinnett County be talked about at length on all of these news channels. I'm like, shit, I am from Gwinnett County, Georgia, Lawrenceville, Georgia, which is in Gwinnett. That's also where Migos is from. They said it's the bando. I can tell you it's not. So <laughs> at least not when I was there. And I don't think they're that much younger than me. So not when they were there. Um, but Gwinnett is a massive county in Georgia. Like it is huge um, geographically and also population wise. And, you know, at when I was there, it was pretty mixed. But since I've left, it's gotten even more um, diverse to the point where now it is a majority minority area. So it is very non-coincidental and extremely intentional that in the majority minority, one of the largest counties in the state of Georgia, suddenly all these final destination like bullshit things would be happening to suddenly prevent them from being able to cast their votes. Oh, my bad. We have forgot the uh we have forgot the power cord. So, you know, we just thought it could run on the battery for the whole entire day. Nah, nigga. No, you didn't think that. You left them power cords at home. They under your bed. Ugh. Did y'all did y'all hear about Tyrese? I'm like, how did I miss this? Tyrese gonna bring some pizza and power cords to to the polling location where that happened. And they told him he had to leave. I was like, ooh, child, he's so desperate for attention. But anyways, so here we have this majority minority county in the state of Georgia that... So far, I believe, I'm going to look it up right now, but I believe the results last I saw were like 70% state Abrams. So we're clearly talking about a county that is 
that was unquestionably going to be for Abrams and suddenly and suddenly they don't got no power cords. Like let that sink in. Of all the places that would not have power cords. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Ah. I cannot find the results as of right now, but I know when I saw the other day, it was a very strong Abrams lead in that county. And, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, the activists and like the Twitter people be doing too much when they, you know, get outraged so quickly and so easily over things. But in this case, I think the outrage is really justified we are talking about sub subversive tactics being used to keep people from voting who certainly would have voted for Stacey Abrams in a climate in which the opponent of Stacey Abrams is able to control the election nothing is a coincidence everything that happens I heard about a building that uh, was under foreclosure and it just happened to get foreclosed on. Like the door just happened to get locked right before the election. And then so the polling place had to be moved last minute. I heard about a school where the locks changed and the poll worker did not have the new key. So they had to call the firemen to come in and bust down the door. I heard also in Gwinnett about a polling look. So in Georgia, since it's all electronic, that's another issue. There should always be paper backups. But in Georgia, since it's all electronic, you get, um, they have like a card that they have to put in that tells the machine to give you, like t tells the machine what to do, basically. Like what, based on where you live, here's the ballot you should have or whatever. And that card was not working. So all these little things seem on their own innocuous. Oh, this is not that big of a deal. But actually, it's a huge deal. And actually, it's happening in places that if the vote there is suppressed, it's beneficial for the Republican who's been trying to fuck shit up from the beginning. Because he also just so happened a few days before the election to say, oh, um, we believe that there's actually voter fraud being uh, committed. We believe there's some uh, problem with uh, how the Democrats are, are doing things and, and there should be an investigation. Really? You just believed it now? A few days before the election? Okay. And then cancels or bows out of the debate and then tries to reschedule it for some time that he knows Abrams is not available and then say, well, she's the one who's not trying to debate me. Girl, if you don't, <sighs> I just cannot, I can't. So even though we did get the house, the way that these 
gubernatorial um, elections went down just leaves such a bad taste in my mouth. It doesn't feel fair. It doesn't feel equitable. Um, And that's why even though net-net it was a good outcome for the elections, I still feel so disappointed. I just am like, shit. I really feel like we lost everything. (laughs) We lost it all. And I'm like, I know I shouldn't feel like that, but I, I really do. Um, thankfully though, <laughs> uh, so I, re- I recently started following plies on Instagram. This is the most positive black boy joy ass dude I have ever seen. Like, oh my gosh, his energy is so wonderful. So he posted a video about how he's not sad at all. This is everything that happened is great. Look how close we came in Florida. And that's true because now millions of more black people are going to be able to vote in the next election since um, ex-cons are going to be able to get their voting rights back, which is so, so good. I don't understand how Florida voted for that, but also for Ron DeSantis, but Florida be doing weird stuff. I don't understand Florida. So that's actually a great reminder that, you know, the the next election is going to be very different if we got this close in, you know, at this time. And then and next time, so many more black people are going to be voting. So many more people who are disenfranchised are now going to have their voices back. And that's huge. Like, that's really, really huge. So I'm, you know, thank you, Pies, <laughs> for that reminder, because shit, I needed it. I was feeling low, you know. Um so I will just, you know, stay tuned to what's happening. Stay tuned to what's happening in Georgia. You know, the hope is that um, when all the votes are counted, um, I want to say Nathan Deal Chow. What's his name? Brian Kemp will fall below 50% and then there will have to be a runoff. Um, and then all you third party people have to just pick a side. Thanks. Um, so, you know, And I'm sorry, look, I don't want to be insensitive to the fact that as a voter, you certainly have the right to pick whomever you choose. And if you feel that a third party candidate is more aligned with your beliefs and ideals, then I certainly understand why you would want to vote for that candidate. But it is not wise because we have a winner-take-all political system. Take this from the political science major, please. There are other countries in the world that have a proportional representation system. That means that second, third, fourth place can still get something. So based on the percentage of the votes that your party gets, that's how many representatives you get to send to the chamber, whatever that is, parliament, you know, whatever it is in the different countries. We don't have that. We ain't got it. Our system is not proportional representation. It's called winner takes all. That means one person wins, the rest of y'all niggas go home. That means if you are voting for someone who has no chance of winning, that's like taking your ballot, getting a lighter, putting, putting the lighter to that ballot and throwing it away. I'm sorry, but it's true. That's how our system works. So yes, 
insensitive though it may be, I will say that if you are voting for third party candidates, you are throwing your vote away because there is no way within our current political system that a third party candidate will ever win. That's just not how it works. And they won't have, there's no consolation. There's no, well, at least they got 1.3% of the vote. No, it, it don't matter. So all that is, is putting your vote into a black hole. And that's all I have to say about that. Feel free to at me. Um, speaking of which, I am on social media. If you want to talk about this some more, at Brittany underscore Geneva. B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y underscore G-E-N-E-V-A. And um, we could chat. (laughs) But I, uh, yeah, I just had to get those thoughts out about this whole election situation. I just wish I felt happier. Even though, I mean, like, let's just see what happens. You know, let's see what happens. Let's see what the House can actually do. Let's see what type of gains can be made as we come up to 2020. Um, and, and my prayer is that at, at the very least, even if the House is not able to get a lot done proactively, at least they can dial back or um, put on pause some of the things that Trump has started to do. Um, so uh, I'm just trying to keep hope alive, trying to stay positive. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Thank you until next time.